Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us for our 100th show this evening. This is a really big milestone, and it's uh, been almost two years, but it's gone really fast. And you know how the experts say when you're doing something you love, it goes really fast. Well, I can attest that this has gone really fast. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers on hold, but I wanted to mention a couple of things first before we get to them. I have um, been talking the past, I don't know, month or so about in celebration of my 100th show that I was going to give away a free one-hour private session valued at $155. And so I did a drawing this afternoon, and the winner is the, um, the name on the iTunes review is MOBA Shane, M-O-B-A, B as in boy, A, Shane, S-H-A-N-E. So MOBA Shane, email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, and we'll set up a date and time for your free consult. So I'm delighted to uh, to give that to you and delighted that all of you who entered uh, did so. And actually, I've had such a positive response to this that I've decided to do a drawing monthly. And I think what I'm going to do is do it on the first Thursday of every month. So all of you who entered the drawing, your names will still stay in the hat. And all of you people who would like a free one-hour session, you just have to do three easy things. And it's follow me on Instagram at Ryan. Write a, write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan, and then subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com, and you'll see that down at the bottom of the homepage, where you can just put in your first name and your email address, and then you'll get our my weekly blog, which is a question someone has asked. Another On another note, uh, some of you may remember on our March 24th show, a little over a month ago, it was called um, Hawk Messengers. And a woman named Lisa from Powell, Ohio, wrote in and said, Hi, Julie, a pair of large hawks have been hanging out in our heavily wooded yard for the past several weeks, and they seem to be watching us as much as we watch them. When we go to different areas of our home, the hawks fly to trees directly outside of the rooms we're in and position themselves so they can be seen and can see us. During the 23 years we've lived here, we've seen an occasional hawk in our yard, but never a pair and never for this length of time. These hawks have proven to be a much-needed distraction for my seriously ill husband and me and our family. What do you think their presence means? And this was my response, and then I'll tell you why, why I'm 
going into this. And I said, hi, Lisa, before I connected to you and threw you to the hawks, I was inspired to research the symbolism of these birds of prey. What I learned was fascinating. Hawks are messengers from angels, the spirit world, and the divine. They signal a time in your life when you need to focus on what's ahead and prepare for a leadership role. They also symbolize you are ready to fly higher than ever before and have an increased power of focus. They indicate you will take the lead when the time is right. They symbolize a strong connection to spirit, also known as increased spiritual awareness, and they're reminders to open our eyes and see what's there to guide us. Well, Lisa from Palo, Ohio is one of my best friends, and we've been friends since grade school. As a matter of fact, our family, our families have been connected for four generations. My paternal grandma, my grandma Ryan, and her grandpa dated in high school. You can believe that. They were both born in 1900, so that was a long time ago. They were probably, they were talking probably 1916 or something. And then our dads went to school together, and then we went to school together, and then her boys and my nephews went to school together. Well, go back to all of these hawk messengers and all of that. Her husband died. Her husband, Bruce, died on Tuesday, and I'm catching a plane tomorrow to Columbus to go to the funeral and the wake and all of that. But I thought, what is the chance that these hawks that are still in her yard are there and they're these spiritual messengers and they're talking to her about, you know, that she's got to take a leadership role and she's going to fly higher than ever before and have an increased power of focus and on and on and on. So I just thought that was remarkable and it's brought her a lot of comfort. This was a shock that her husband died, even though he was sick she really thought that she was going to have a lot more time with them. And I got a call from her at five in the morning on Tuesday morning that he had died, you know, about an hour before that. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to go see the Hawks myself this weekend and I'll, I'll give you an update, but please remember Lisa and her family in your prayers and, and know that when we have signs like this, they're more than just coincidences. They're more than just Gosh, isn't this cool that we have these hawks living in our yard? Because she submitted this letter basically a month before her husband died. And all of these um, symbolic meanings for hawks, I think, were were basically um, predictions of what was coming and coming a lot faster than she or any of the rest of us thought would happen. So um, just wanted to let you know about that. On a happier note, Jonathan has been here for a few days this week. It's been just wonderful to have him in town. And when he left today, I stood out in the driveway and hugged him, and I had tears streaming down my cheeks, you guys. I felt like such a weenie because he's, he's been gone for three years, but still, I thought, God, Ryan, get, get a grip. But I guess that's just a mama's way. I don't know. So anyways, really enjoyed having him here. It's been a really bright spot um, this week with Bruce dying a couple of days ago. So with that, let's go to the phones and, um, and see who we've got and see what their questions are. I believe our first caller is Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Julie. Hey, girl. Um, I'm good. I have Terrific. a question for you. 
that um, my husband, who has a inherited um, genetic disorder called ataxia. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard of that or not. It has to do with the cerebellum of the brain that um, controls <clears throat> his speech, his balance, and now his memory is affected. He has short-term memory. Oh, he doesn't sleep at night. So my question to you is, is there something we can, I mean, is there, is this permanent or is this something that's temporary? Is it something that can be reversed? Okay. Yeah, let me find out. Marsha, where are you calling us from this evening? Menlo Park, California. Okay. All right. So, and tell me your husband's name. It's Jerry. Jerry, with a G or a J? J, but it's his formal name is Gerald. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Marcia, is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm going to try and connect from you to Jerry, and I'm going to ask Jerry's permission if I can scan him, do a medical okay. scan on him. He may give it to me. He may not. Does he? Is he familiar with you calling in tonight or anything about what I do? He's actually sitting in the kitchen. He can hear you. I've got you on oh, speaker. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Hi, Jerry. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So what I'm going to do is, um, for Jerry and for those of you that are first-time listeners, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're spirits in a body having a human experience. And when mm-hmm. our spirits are in a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level, and I've learned to do this, Marsha and Jerry, um, I've been doing it for 25 years. I, I've t- I was taught how to do this. I turn it on and off at will. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to close my eyes and so I can see this like a big screen TV in my head. And I'm going to get pictures in my mind's eye. And I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook it. Marsha, I don't even need to go through you. I can just go right to Jerry. And yes. Jerry, I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI in my mind's eye. And then the energy is going to go where it's needed most first. Okay? So um, so that's that's what we're going to do here. So here we go. Laser beams heading out to you guys on the left coast. And, okay, got you. Shooting it. Okay. So there are parts of your brain that aren't lighting up, Jerry, is what I'm seeing. There's a, um, there's a test, and I don't know if you've had it done on you yet. It's called a SPECT scan, S-P-E-C-T. Have you ever heard of that? No. no. Okay. No a, a SPECT scan, um, an MRI is going to show physically you know, what your brain looks like. A spec scan is going to show parts of your brain that light up that affect the things that you just mentioned, Marsha, like speech and balance and memory and things like that. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like, have you ever watched this? You're going to laugh when I use this as an example. Have you ever watched Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where, you know, a letter lights up that they, they, the person who's the, the contestant, you know, tells them what the letter is and then they guess the word and stuff. That's kind of like what a spec scan does. And it, okay. it shows how the different parts of the brain are working and it, it can gauge the blood flow to the different parts of the brain. 
So there are clinics called the Amen Clinics, A-M-E-N clinics.com. And they have, they have them in Northern California. So um, you can look them up online and they work with this kind of imaging and they're, they've done hundreds of thousands of patients. They're the main um, source for testing for NFL players, you know, with the concussions and all of that and brain injuries. So, so what I'm watching in my mind's eye, Jerry, is I'm watching your brain and it's, it's lighting up in different areas, but it's really dim in some areas. And I think they can really help you with this. Is this, reversible I get a yes is this will you be able to improve all of these symptoms absolutely I get but you got to get to somebody that knows what they're doing what <clears throat> what I'm watching happen now is I'm watching a, a healing happen and I'm watching um, DNA getting recoded for you. I can see a chromosome, these strips of DNA come out, and I don't know if you've studied much about that, but there are there are four letters in a in a DNA strand in there. Um, a T C and G. And I watch them get resequenced. And what it does is it's correcting the mutation that's in that gene, and then I watch the strand go back in. I normally see this with cancer patients and um, sometimes with other genetic diseases, which there's not really that many. There are way less than we all think there are. It's about 5%, so it's pretty rare. But I'm watching this get resequenced for you, so this would be a healing that's happening. Okay, just by doing that, I'm watching parts of your brain light up brighter. So I, I, would, I would check out these Amen clinics, check out the Amen clinic up there and um, at Jerry go in and be seen. And I really believe they can help you. They're, they're uh, physicians and psychiatrists and they have a whole protocol that's been very successful. Awesome. So I hope that helps. Great. Okay. That's, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you, you bet. Good luck. Thanks for calling in. All right. You're welcome. Okay. You bet. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. Our next caller is Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call. Congratulations on your anniversary. Thanks so, so wonderful. much. Thanks so much. <laughs> so, thanks. Well, um, I'm calling because I'm just about to head down to see my son graduate, and I want to leave the house and lock up and put on the alarm, and my kitty Coco, who I've been talking about recently, she got out this, well, she went out this afternoon and usually she would come back um, very uh-huh. soon and hang out around the front of the house, but I'm not seeing her. So I'm wondering if you see, I just got concerned that maybe she jumped in my brother-in-law's truck when he came to pick up Griffey, the dog. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm wondering if you see where she is, because I would like to yeah, get her in and see. set the alarm. <laughs> yeah. Susie, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. Left, another left coaster there. All mm-hmm. right, Coco. Where? Yeah, she's in the neighborhood. She's just messing around. I don't uh, get that okay. she jumped in your brother's truck. I think she'll okay. be. I get. I just asked, will she be waiting for you when you get home? I got a yes. Well, that would be days, though. I'm going out of town for days, so I'm hoping oh. she'll come oh, and geez. get it. She never stays outside overnight, so I need her to come home now. Is there any way to tell her to come home? So yeah. she's always yeah. been home while I'm gone. Do you have a neighbor 
that can watch for her, Susie, and bring her in? I do. We just won't set the alarm then. Or we'll have him w- set the alarm. So, yeah, I yeah, can do that. Do that. Do that. Okay. I think she'll be home. Okay. But, um, yeah, you're going probably to Southern California, right? Yeah. Uh, and that where yeah, you said so. your son goes to school? Okay. Uh-huh, All right. Yeah, he's oh, gosh. I'm so weekend. sorry. Well, congratulations <laughs> to him and to you guys. Oh, goodness. Thank you right. so much. Well, yeah, okay. At least I know she's... Oh, here she is. Julie, she's Perfect. here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Perfect. So congratulations Perfect. on your show and, and wishing all the best Thank to you and everyone in your family. Thank well, you so much. I'm glad she to me. I told her to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Perfect. you. That was fast. Okay. I've been looking all, right. all hour, for hours. Thank you. You're a miracle worker. Okay. Thanks all so right. much. Bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, Coco. She's named Coco the cat. She's named after Coco Chanel, the designer, which I think is just a riot that she's named after Coco Chanel. So how funny is that? All right. Let's go to another caller. I believe our next one is Musa. Hi, Musa. Hi, Julie. How are you? Fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call and congratulations on the show. Thank you. Very exciting for me, anyways. Good, good. Please good. tell well, everybody uh, where, you're, where you're calling us from. Uh, calling from uh, Connecticut today. All right. What's going on up there? Not a whole lot. Uh, I've been doing some reading lately about our intuitions. And yeah. uh, there was one particular area that caught my attention. It says, Every one of us has some intuition or some, I guess, medium, natural medium abilities. Some are more inclined to be, um, how do you call it, uh, emotional. Others are more like uh, uh, clairvoyant. Others are more like hearing. I was wondering, which one is my, my strongest? Uh, what do you think your strongest one is? Okay. I think emotional is one, and I think uh, hearing is another. I think it is, too. I got, I got auditory, right, when you asked the question. And I agree with you, Musa. I believe that everybody has intuitive abilities. I believe we're all born with them, and we start to dumb them down around the age of seven or so. Little children come up with things all the time and tell their parents, well, my girlfriend's grandson who's five he's in kindergarten told her they call her Gigi and he said he was with her a couple weeks ago and he said Gigi you have four cavities on your and showed her on the left side left bottom side of her mouth <laughs> they were sitting at the dinner table and and she said I do and he said yeah he said you have four cavities and so a couple days later she went to see the dentist she had an infection in the bone wow. on that side of her mouth now, oh, this wow. child is five, and what he was seeing, he thought was, were cavities, because, of course, that would be in his little mind, you yeah. know, what he could relate to. So I think that's a great example of how we all have abilities. Furthermore, Musa, I know you and everybody else listening to this call and this show, we've all had people that we've thought of them at one point during the day, and they either call us or we run into them. And it seems like out of the blue, and you'll say, well, I was just thinking of you. This is so amazing that here I am, and you've called me. So it's not amazing. It's because we're, we're getting the vibe 
that they're going to call or we're going to run into them. It's just a prediction, basically, of what's going to happen. We all have the ability. We can all enhance it. That's what I've done. I've learned how to do all this woo-woo stuff that I do. And everybody else can learn it, too. It's like everybody can go to law school to learn learn how to be a lawyer. Same thing. Well, that, that that's definitely true. And Julie, I gotta I gotta confess to you that listening to your show the last two years, I've learned a lot, and I'm very grateful to have a chance to meet you and uh, and be part of your biggest fan club. Oh, thanks, Musa. I feel the same about you. It's always fun to hear your voice. As far as hearing, um, how that works is we get information and we hear it in our head. It's not like we hear it with our ears necessarily. We we get the information in our head, right? Is that how you get it? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's telepathic it's, communication. Yes. Okay. And it's from God, the universe, our spirit guides, angels, you know, all kinds of non-physical entities and physical entities. You can telepathically communicate with physical entities like the Aborigines do in Australia and have done for millions of years across thousands of miles distance. They communicate with each other. So telepathic communication can be physical with with a physical being, can be even with animals. When I'm scanning an animal, I'm getting telepathic information from that animal. Hmm. Okay. So, and some people call it, Musa, some people call it direct knowing. Direct knowing, yep. Direct knowing. And, and that I equate more with you just know something. It's not necessarily you ask a question or you have a thought and then you get information in your head. This would be kind of a... You know, you're at Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby's this weekend. You're at Churchill Downs, and you just know that Secretariat's going to win the Kentucky Derby without even asking a question about, you know. You know what, uh Julie, I, I explain that to my wife, Bridget, all the time, and I tell her it feels like something was just downloaded to me. It feels right. like it was downloaded Exactly. And a lot of the time, I, and I know a lot of other people, get information as we're waking up in the morning, and I call it my divine download. (laughs) Before you're completely awake, but you're not in deep sleep. So it would be maybe 15, 20 minutes before I get up, and I just get all this information. And oftentimes it's what I what I'm thinking about or or something I need to solve and and so it, it's gotten to be so commonplace with me Musa and you can do this and all of you that are listening can do this if there's something in particular you want answers to ask the question as you're going to sleep at night say while I'm asleep I want to know you know what's the answer to whatever this is and in that divine what I call divine download in your you're just waking up in the morning twilight sleep before you get out of bed and you're kind of sort of waking up you're going to be amazed at the information that comes in and um, what a lot of people do is they'll write it down on a pad of paper next to their bed with a you know with a pen what I do is I take my phone and I dictate it into my phone 
on the, in the notes section because I can mm-hmm. dictate faster than I can write. And then I'll go back later and it will, I can correct the spelling or grammar or whatever. But um, by doing that, oftentimes divine downloads, if you don't record them right when you wake up, they immediately vanish. They go away and you yes. can't remember. Yeah. Yes. So, sure. you know, so try that. Try either writing them down or just, I just go to the notes section on my iPhone and you know, hit that little microphone and, and dictate everything I can remember before I even get out of bed. Thank you very much, Julie. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And I'm delighted to have you on the show this evening. Thank you. Sure. Okay. You. Tell Bridget hi. Will do. All righty. Thanks, Musa. Okay, let's see who's next on our list. I believe it's Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi. How are you, girl? Well, as usual, I have all kinds of things going on. Oh. Okay. Uh, I've been I've been having muscle cramps, uh, like Charlie horses, not just muscle cramps, Charlie horses, all over my body. Oh. Uh, basically, it started out with my feet. I would have Charlie horses in my feet, Trevor? and then my, the calves of my legs, Trevor. and then in the inside of my thighs, and then um, it works up, and I have the, even in my sides, even oh my you know, in, in my sides, and what's going on? <laughs> Well, let me get you on my radar and find out. The first thing that comes to my mind is low in magnesium. Are you taking magnesium, Carol? Um, I'm taking a real potent um, calcium that says I don't need magnesium with it. Yeah, you need magnesium. Magnesium is the first thing. That's the first thing that I always think of when somebody's having muscle cramps. And those Charlie horses are awful, especially when they happen in the middle of the night. Holy moly. Well, um, these happen all of the time. Night, day, it doesn't matter when. I mean... Magnesium. I think you need magnesium, but let me get you on my radar. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Okay, from the Bay Area. Uh, right. California. Okay. So we're going from sea to shining sea tonight. We're going from <laughs> a lot of a lot of Bay Area over to Connecticut, and we're bouncing to Connecticut. Now we're bouncing back to the left coast again. So, all right, here we go. Here goes my laser beam heading out to you in the Bay Area. All right, got you. Yeah, you got you got a bunch of inflammation. Um, magnesium is is something you absolutely need, and um, it's cheap. Carol, you can get it at Target. You can get it in any drugstore. You can get okay. it at the grocery store. I don't okay? have to get a special kind? No, no, not at but all. Any magnesium I, will do. Magnesium. I, I like the Nature Made and the ones that, are, that have, don't have any additives in them. They, you know, they don't have yeast and a bunch of fillers and stuff like that. And they say right on the label, I buy a lot of them Nature Made stuff. Do you have a Costco near you? Yes, uh-huh. I, I go to Costco. My, and how much should I take? I get mine at Costco. I take one. Try with one. The other thing I get is that you're a little dehydrated. So I would increase your water intake. 
Okay. And and increase your magnesium, and I think that I think you're going to see a okay, big. Okay. Well, see, I have diarrhea a lot, so that could be yeah, a water I problem. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think you're dehydrated. You look dehydrated to me. Let me see if there's anything else um, that I'm doing. Okay. The other thing I'm getting is uh, Epsom salts. You know, you can you can soak in that in a tub or you can at least soak your feet in it and that's magnesium too. I would do that as well. Oh, can you okay. get in and out of a tub and take a bath? Like a hot a warm bath? Yeah, yeah. I do so that do for that. the for the pain in my back. Perfect. Put put um Epsom salts in it. And that again, cheap, you can get it anywhere. Yeah. I would put it a cup of Epsom salts in there, soak in there. I'm getting for 20 minutes. If you know if the yeah. water's going to stay warm that long, and right. uh, that that you're going to see a huge difference. You're just low in magnesium and you're dehydrated. Oh, okay. Well, easy that's very fixes. simple. Easy fixes, my girl. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank thank you better. so much. And you most love welcome. your show. Oh, thanks for listening. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Okay, everybody, we do this show... A hundred times at least, but we do it every Thursday night. We record it at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a multitude of places. The first one is on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the home page, you'll see all this call-in information in the different time zones. Also, everywhere you download podcasts, whether it be iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever. I think we're distributed on about 40 different networks. Uh, it's in the show notes. And then also on YouTube, you can find it there. Also, I release a blog, as I mentioned earlier, every Thursday morning. And it's a question that somebody has submitted online. And to sign up to submit a question, it's right next to where the show call-in information is at the bottom of my homepage on my website. And you'll see submit a, que- a little button that says submit a question. So if you, wanna, if you can't join us, submit a question and your question may be chosen to be answered online. And um, so we can do that. And then also, while you're on my site, sign up for a private 
consult or a private session, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about any and everything that you'd like. And we can do medical scans. I can scan your animals like Susie. We found Coco, the Coco Chanel, the cat. We can um, talk to your deceased loved ones, your spirit guides, past life stuff, all of these things. And it's, it makes it really interesting and really fun. So I'd love to have you for a whole hour if that is possible for you. In the meantime, here's a question that, that Christina from Roberts Creek, British Columbia, Canada asked, and she said, Hi, Julie. I often feel great with my boyfriend, Zach, and at other times I get a strong feeling that he's keeping something from me. He's had a meth, heroin, and fentanyl addiction, which causes a lot of problems between us. Can you check in with him and see what he is hiding? I know that sometimes he smokes weed and want to know if I'm missing anything. Thanks so much. And here's my response. Hi, Christina. Thanks for submitting this question. Unfortunately, it's one many people have either experienced themselves or know someone whose life has been affected by addiction. The most important thing to remember is you didn't cause Zach's addiction, you can't control it, and you can't cure it. When I ask if Zach is still using addictive substances, I get a yes. And when I ask if Zach lies about his using, I also get a yes. Now, that was without scanning him. I just asked a question back to my conversation with Musa earlier. I didn't scan Zach, but I just asked the question. And it's an answer you're going to get, we all can do this, within an instant. If you think about it for more than a second or two, that's going to be your brain answering you. So, and spirits are really literal, so we want the question to be as specific as possible. I went on to say, even though some addicts are highly functional and appear to lead a normal life, every addict is good at manipulation, lies, and creating drama to deflect attention away from their substance abuse. All of this behavior makes the sober partner question their suspicions and sometimes even their sanity. In addition, many sober partners become what's known as co-addicts, enabling and covering up for the addict in an attempt to help them. Unfortunately, co-addicts can ruin their own lives in the process of trying to protect the addict. Now, here are a couple of suggestions. Suggestions, easy for me to say. Trust your intuition. If you're feeling like Zach is keeping something from you, he most likely is. Our internal guidance systems rarely mislead us. And then consider consulting with an addiction specialist who can help guide you through this situation. There are lots of resources online like recovery.org where you can find resources in your area to help you. And always remember, you can only control your own thoughts and actions, so take care of yourself first. Think of how flight attendants tell passengers to put on their oxygen masks before attempting to help another person. Basically, we can't help somebody else if, if we're not in alignment with our own values and our own thoughts and everything else. And, and I certainly have been involved with people who've had addicts in their lives. And, and the bottom line is it's crazy-making behavior. And the person who's sober feels like they're losing their mind at times. So... 
you got to take care of yourself, Christina. I think you need to get in touch with somebody who can help you and help you sort out really what your priorities are and get out of this co-addiction situation that it sounds like you're in. So thanks for submitting that question. That's, that's a tough, tough question. And I think by you submitting it, it'll help a lot of people with that information. Okay. Let's go back to the phones and see who's next. I believe it's Sunny. Hi, Sunny. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing really great. Thank you for our wonderful session. Terrific. We talked earlier today, everybody, in our private session, which was really interesting and really fun, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was very enlightening, and I'm very grateful for your information. I went to my doctor and I got a prescription for Nystatin, so I'm I'm definitely on. My question for you now is, um, I have a doggie that is 14 years old. She had belonged to my son who died six years ago, who, by the way, was a raised and trained falcons and hawks. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the doggie... She ran a million miles for him, you know, flushing birds and training and this and that. And um, she's failing now, and she's, she seems quite uncomfortable. She has a really, really hard time standing up from mm-hmm. her hind end this week. And once she stands up, she can bounce around a little bit, you know. But um, she's got these fatty tumors all over her body, and mm-hmm. I just... I just need to know. I've had her to different vets. She also coughs and gags a lot, and the vet told me to give her a little bit of prednisone, which does help her a lot. I don't do it every day or anything, but it does really help that. My Uh question is, is she suffering a lot? I just, I, I don't know. The vets don't seem to have any help for her, but I just, Uh I don't know. Tell me. First of all, Sunny, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Washington State. Okay. And and what's your dog's name? Papa. Like puppy only with an A at the end. Papa. Oh, cute. Papa. Yeah. It's like Princess Catherine's sister Pippa, but with a U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you call her Princess Papa. <laughs> yes, she is a princess. <laughs> oh, how funny. Okay. All right. Uh let me get her on my radar, Sunny, and let me see what I can see with her in my mind's eye. So I'm going to connect to you, and then from you, I'm going to connect to Papa. So here we go. Laser beam heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, and heading up to you in Washington, Northwest, Pacific Northwest. Got you. Got Papa. Yeah, I can see the fatty tumors. All right. She has... I'm sure the doctors have told you she has what looks like a lot of arthritis and even what they would call hip dysplasia in her hind quarters. Have you heard that? Yes. What kind of dog is she? She's an English setter. She weighs 60 pounds. Yeah, she's a big dog. I can see that. All right. So um, they didn't say what? What were you saying? They didn't call it hip dysplasia. One of her thighs, her right hind thigh is really thick and firm and I think it's probably got fatty tumors in there as well the left one is thin the Mm -hmm. thigh thin Mm -hmm. Um, but she gets really weak and can't get up sometimes and I have to lift her I think she's maybe getting ready to 
transition, but mm-hmm. she keeps hanging in there. Yeah. Well, she's hanging in there because she's such a strong connection to your son for you. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. She, uh, her, what I'm, what I'm watching is a healing occur in her hips, her, her back hips. And, uh, I can see the fatty tumors. The, is she on any medicine? Like I, there's a, a, uh, medicine that's equivalent for dogs of what naproxen is for, um, humans, which they treat arthritis with it. And it's a non-steroidal, I think, uh, anti-inflammatory. It's like fentanyl or fenta something, uh, is what I'm, what I'm getting. Google naproxen um, okay. equivalent for dogs for arthritis. Okay. I do agree with you. I do believe she's beginning to transition. I can the fact that I can scan her physically tells me her spirit is still in her body. Because when an animal or a human spirit is exiting the body, I can't get a visual on their medical situation because our spirits are the energy source. In our body, they're the power source. It's like the electricity mm-hmm. that runs, you know, the our house or whatever. And so as the spirit exits the body and holds on to the top of the head, um, like a cartoon caption, there's a graphic of this on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you'll okay. see... It's called the 12 phases of transition, and it's what humans go through. And I see that with animals, too, that their spirit exits their body, and it looks like a bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption where it talks Mm. about what the character is either feeling or saying, you know, in a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see that animals go through the 12 phases like humans do, but they're their spirits definitely exit their bodies through the top of their head. Hers is is coming out a little bit on the top of her head, and then it goes right back in. Almost mm. like if you had a, a balloon and you filled it maybe halfway with water, and then you took a part of the balloon and you made kind of a bubble between your forefinger and your thumb. Mm-hmm. You know how you can squeeze it up, and it's like a, that's, and then you release your forefinger and thumb, and that water goes back in, and the bubble goes away. That's what I'm seeing happening with Papa. So mm-hmm. let me talk to her. Let's talk okay. to her and let's ask her some questions. So, Papa, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? Okay, I just report what I get, Sunny. She said that she'd like mm-hmm. more kibble. <laughs> are, you, are you restricting her food? <laughs> Or does she just like to eat? She just like to eat. (laughs) She eats well, but she doesn't always clean up her plate, so she's not limited on her food. What are you feeding her? She gets a kibble, and then I mix like some kind of real meat with it. You know. Okay, she wants more kibble. (laughs) So maybe kibble. Wow. Maybe add more, which doesn't sound right to us, does it? That's, it sounds like no. it should be backwards of that or the opposite of that. So maybe add a little bit more kibble to the mix and see if it makes a difference. Okay. See if she eats that better. The fact that she asked for more kibble. All right. That's well. weird because when I give her just kibble, she won't eat it. Well, I know, but maybe she wants a little more ratio of kibble to the gotcha. meat. Okay. I don't know. Try it. Try it and well, see what happens. Okay, what else? 
Papa, what do you want Sunny to know? She's my love, she said. How sweet is that? Okay. I really liked her son, but I really love her, is what she said. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't work her as hard as your son did, probably. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, she tells me she's going to be around for a while. Huh. Yeah. So, and that's at, that's at this moment in time that can change. Mm-hmm. That can change. My friend Lisa's husband, Bruce, I scanned the man every morning for almost two years. His spirit never left his body. He, he went through, I, so I scanned him Monday morning. Spirit was in his body. He looked like he was getting better. Tuesday morning at about 4 a.m. or something, he passed. So he went through all the phases, all 12 phases, really fast. He just decided it was time to go. He didn't want to do it anymore. And, of course, I talked to him after he died, after Lisa called. Of course, you know, I'm like, Bruce, what the heck? What, what, you know, what? And so so I got information from him for Lisa that made sense and helped her deal with a lot of stuff. But I was like, God, Bruce. You know, you were fine, just not fine, but you were stable yesterday morning, and then you just go in your sleep? What's up with that? Wow. (laughs) We all decide when we go, how we go, where we go, who's with us when we go, you know, all of that. But I I think uh, Princess Papa is going to be around for a while. Okay. Is there anything more I should be doing for her? She'd like a blanket. Does she have a blanket that she uses? Yeah, she's got beds and blankets. Okay. She's saying sometimes she gets cold at night, and she'd like to have a blanket on her. So I don't know how you do that because dogs move around. But does she sleep in a, in a dog bed near you, or does she does she roam the house, or what does she do? She roams the house at night. She sleeps in the bedroom and and with me, and then she'll come out, go out in the living room and then she'll come back and yeah interesting well she's patrolling for you uh yeah. i think she's gonna be with you for a while i i would check into that into that pain reliever for her okay i and, will do and see if, if that helps and then is there anything else sunny that you wanted to add about the hawks situation with the story that i told about lisa earlier oh since i've been here um, on this property I'm on now, I have hawks visit me fairly often, and I always say, hi, Chad. My son's name was Chad, and I just feel like he sends them. Mm-hmm. They've been known, I think, throughout history as messengers. Um, I know that in back in the Knights of the Round Table times and Merlin the Magician and King Arthur and all of that, I know, I know hawks throughout history have had a lot of symbolism. I I never researched them before I got that question that Lisa submitted about the hawks, but uh, I'm really excited to see them. And they they follow her around the house. They go. I that. Yeah, and the whole back of their house is all windows. And so when she goes from room to room, they fly and they are they're there so that she can see out the window and see them. And she says they have two nests. She thinks they're having baby hawks in her in her woods outside of her house, but they the the nests are very close to the house. Which wow. I just find fascinating and I It is. I'm, that is I'm fascinating. Really, 
I'm really eager to see them, especially because they've been such a great comfort to her these past couple of days since Bruce died. And so I, I'm just, I'm just really um, intrigued by this whole story with her. I hope all of you listening are as well. If any of you have have other things you want to add, email me at julie at askjulieryan.com about all of that. And, you know, let's see, see what we can come up with collectively. Okay. So, all right. Well, thanks, Sunny. I appreciate you calling and, and thanks so much for joining us. And thank you very much. I appreciate okay. your help. You bet. Right. Bye thank now. You. All right, so back to what I'm going to do with this drawing every month. You guys, go on Instagram. Follow me at Ask Julie Ryan. Subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. And then I'm going to put your name in my bag. And I've got everybody's name in who's done all those three things. And then the first week of every month, I will draw somebody who's going to get a free one-hour private session and uh, it's worth 155 bucks. So I, I think it will be very fun to see who wins these. And uh, to all of you who've entered so far, thanks for your comments. I appreciate that. Also, to those of you that are listening, if any of you have read my book, Angelic Attendance, if you would be so kind as to go on Amazon and write a review too, that'll help other people find the information. And that would be really helpful too. And I'd appreciate that. So with that, everybody, have a great week. I hope your weekend is terrific. I hope the first part of next week is as well. And I'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.